You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I was watching NBC Sports Philadelphia over the weekend in a replay of Quick Slants with Ray Didinger, who's on the line right now, and Derek Gunn. And Ray said something that caught my ear. He said that, you know, he's been covering the Eagles for a very long time, and the and the loss to Miami might be in the top five worst of all time. So, so Ray, I, I got to ask you this. With four games to go, the Eagles are still in it. If they win out, they make the playoffs. How surprised are you that they still have a shot after how poorly they've played? I don't, I don't know if surprised or appalled is the, uh, is the appropriate word. It's, it's actually kind of embarrassing that, uh, that the Eagles and the Cowboys are still, as, as terribly as they've played, uh, are still actually in position that one of them is going to go to the playoffs. Um, and who knows what happens when they get there? I mean, you know, that's we've seen before the teams kind of teams you don't expect kind of limp into the playoffs and then all of a sudden catch some magic and go on a run. I don't think that with these two teams, but the fact that the Eagles have had such a disappointing year and so many people have just sort of thrown up their hands and given up on them that no, 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 wait, we can still make the playoffs. I mean, that's that's not the way it's supposed to be, but unfortunately, that's the uh, that's the current state of the NFC East. You ever remember a season? As bizarre as this, I know the teams that that have been eight and eight, and I think there was even a seven and nine team recently. Might have been the Seahawks. Seahawks. The Seahawks. Right. That that made the playoffs, and I believe the Seahawks even 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 won a playoff. They won their first game. Right. Yeah, it was exactly the same thing. Same kind of controversy around them. You know, this team shouldn't even be shouldn't even be in the playoffs. You know, they ought to change the NFL to change the rules that this isn't allowed. And then the Seahawks get in and they win a game. So um, who knows? I mean, who knows what could happen? It's crazy, but I don't. I don't ever remember an Eagles season being like this, where they still have had a legitimate chance to host a playoff game and have played so poorly, have five wins through thirteen weeks. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Uh, that's and it's you know it's been a it's been a year of just utter utter underachievement. Uh, you know, coming into the year, I mean, you and I when we talked before week one. They opened the season coming off the preseason, and everybody was optimistic. And not just the people in Philadelphia, but even the the neutral observers, you know, media people all around the country. I mean, everybody was picking the Eagles to win this division. A lot of people were picking them to win the conference, go to the Super Bowl. Uh, the expectation on this team was very, very high, and uh, almost right from the start. I mean, you know, they they struggle through Week One, have to come from way behind to beat a bad Redskin team. Then they go down to Atlanta, lose to the Falcons, and it's been a struggle ever since. But having said all that, I mean, they're in a position where, you know, they got a few games left and they still have the door open, and uh, they're going to try to get through it. But, you know, tonight is – I don't expect anything to be easy at this point. I, You know, the Giants are a, are a really bad team. They're particularly bad on defense, so this should be easy. I mean, a good team should walk over the Giants. The Giants have lost eight in a row, and it's no accident. That's what they are. But I'm to, I'm past the point of thinking anything's going to be easy for the Eagles. I figure this is going to be another struggle. And and what what makes the Giants so bad, Ray? Uh, mostly it's their defense. Uh, they've got some, they've got some players on offense, and they're getting some you know they're getting some of them back. Um, and Saquon Barkley, who's their best offensive weapon by far, um, it looks like now he's kind of healthy. He missed three weeks with a, an ankle injury. Even though he came back and played, he didn't look like himself for a while. But last week. Even though they lost to Green Bay, Barkley looked like himself. He looked like he was healthier, and I suspect one week later he's going to be healthier still. And the two games he played against the Eagles last year, I mean, even though the Giants lost him, Barkley was just a monster. He averaged like eight yards a carry. He tore the Eagles up. 
And I would think that tonight, especially with Eli Manning coming back at quarterback, you know, Eli's not going to win this game by himself. I mean, he's going to he's going to count on Barkley to run the ball a ton and catch a lot of those little swing passes out of the backfield and check downs. So, you know, that's that's where I think the Giants' hope is. But their defense has just been really, really bad, and, and that shows no signs of getting better. Well, in, in that case, I know that the wide receivers, Ray, have not been good on the Eagles. They've been really bad all year. And before we started our conversation, we were talking about how, how it was amazing to watch football yesterday in, like, the Saints 49ers game and see guys actually go up and catch a ball and make some plays. And you forget that wide receivers are actually able to do that. How embarrassing would it be tonight given how poor that giant secondary is and how inexperienced that giant secondary is, how embarrassing would it be tonight if the Eagles wide receivers and definitely Alshon Jeffrey, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, and, and even Greg Ward, and because Nelson Aguilar is questionable, how embarrassing would it be if they couldn't make plays tonight? Pretty embarrassing. Uh, and, you know, the Giants are that bad. They're, I mean, they're not, they're not real good up front. Their linebacker play is mediocre at best, and the secondary has just been in flames all year. And they can't seem to. Uh, one of the things about them uh, is that they are playing a lot of young players. Uh, I mean, they've got uh, eight of their ten draft choices are starting now, uh, and pretty much all of them have played, and a lot of them have played in the defensive secondary. Uh, DeAndre Baker was uh, was a high high draft pick, and he's been really poor. I mean, he hasn't quite been Sidney Jones poor, but he's been pretty poor. And there's all kinds of, when you watch the Giants on tape, you just see all kinds of blown assignments, missed coverages, just mental mistakes that you expect from young players. Uh, and that's, and that's kind of where they are. And I, you know, even though, you know, as I said earlier, I, I don't expect anything to be easy with this Eagles team. I mean, looking at what the Giants are defensively right now and how badly they've looked over a long period of time, against some pretty mediocre competition. I really expect Carson Wentz to come out and have a big game here because, um, I mean, the Eagles receivers, we know, have not been very good about getting separation. In fact, they haven't gotten open all year. But I think tonight they'll, they'll do that, not because they're going to run better patterns or get faster, but I just think the Giants, with all their mental mistakes, are just going to make it easier for the Eagles to make some plays in the passing game. And to, to follow up on that, Ray, what are your keys to victory? What do the Eagles have to do? And, and it's silly to even ask this because the, the Giants, they're so bad. But what do the Eagles have to do to win this game? Well, I think they're I think they're kind of built to win it in that uh, if the weather forecast holds and it's a it's a rainy, sloppy, miserable kind of night tonight. Um, generally, those kinds of games are won in the trenches. You win them at the line of scrimmage because you're not going to make a ton of big plays in the passing game. The team that wins at the line of scrimmage usually wins those kinds of games, and the Eagles really are better than the Giants in those areas. Uh, the Eagles' offensive line is better than the Giants' defensive line. And same is true on the other side. The Eagles' defensive line is better than the Giants' offensive line. So um, I think the Eagles will win the battle at the line of scrimmage. And if you do that, then you can kind of control the game. And uh, I think it's real important, and I hope that Doug Peterson comes out and runs the ball a lot, even though I think that Wentz could have a big game throwing the ball. uh, I really would not advise him throwing it 40, 45 times in this game. You know, I think that this this is a game where you just let Miles Sanders really play. I mean, that's... You know, this will be a fun game, I guess, for Penn State fans to watch because mm-hmm. the two key offensive players, in my view, in this game are going to be the two running backs. It's going to be Saquon Barkley and it's going to be Miles Sanders. Uh, the game could come down to those two guys. 
And uh, I think that the Eagles' ability to control the ball at the line of scrimmage and win the battle at the line of scrimmage is probably going to be the difference. It's been so hard to pick Eagles games this season because you never know what you're going to get. They've been so up and down. When they play a great team like the Packers, they play really well. And then when they play one of the worst teams like the Dolphins, they play awful. So what, what is your prediction? What is your final score for tonight? Um, you know, I don't see the Giants getting a whole lot better in this game. The Eli factor is... That's a little scary if you're an Eagles fan, I would think, um, because you know, Dan- Daniel Jones, the rookie quarterback who was playing, I actually think, even though at this point he's physically better than what Manning is, he's younger and he's certainly more mobile, um, I-, I just think he's a guy that likes to hold the ball, uh, and and he's a little bit confused by some coverages that he sees, and I think the Eagles could have taken advantage of that. I think their pass, because he holds the ball longer, he- they could have gotten pressure on him. I think he might have made some mistakes, put some balls up for grabs. You're probably not going to get that with Eli. I mean, Eli, you know, the Eagles, and you, and you saw it last week with Ryan Fitzpatrick, veteran quarterbacks, old heads that have been around and know what to do and get the ball out of their, get the ball out of their hands in a hurry, give this defense problems. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick did it last week. I could see Eli Manning doing it tonight. And, uh, and I really do think the Giants are a team that, that they're just in a terrible downward spiral and they've lost eight in a row and they now haven't won a game. The last time the Giants won a game was the same day the Mets won a game. That'll give you an idea how long it's been for the Giants and how far down they've been. So they haven't had anything to rally around emotionally, but I think they have something to rally around tonight, and that's Eli. I think these guys are going to come out, and and they know what this game means to him, and I think they're going to play hard for him, but they just don't have many horses. So I think the Eagles will win this game, and I think they could win it fairly comfortably, and I'm going to say 28-14. to 28-14. Ray is going a two-touchdown, double-digit victory. Well, Ray, it, sh- it should be fun. Uh, I guess the silver lining to everything is that it's December, and despite how poorly the Eagles have been, there are still games of meaning. I don't know how much longer that's going to be, but there are still games of meaning, and it could be through the first week of January. So we'll watch tonight, and hopefully is not as ugly as we may anticipate it may be and we'll recap tomorrow morning. Thanks for the time as always. Always my pleasure, Dave. Talk to you in the morning. Talk to you in the morning, Ray. Uh, Ray Dittinger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.